T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports with a Z. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown. The Playmakers. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Here we go. It is officially draft week. We are a day away. And Lindsay, as we promised, Mm. the biggest of names, right? Right? On the biggest of stages, except for the one in the Bellagio Fountain. Second place, we're okay with. Exactly. And on behalf of Caesars and Caesars Sportsbooks, we have one of the best in the business, the legend himself, joining us here on 1140 The Bet and the Playmakers, Trey Wingo. Trey, how you doing? Good, guys. How are you? Happy Draft Eve. Absolutely. We're so excited to have you in town, although I think you frequent our, our zip code a little bit more uh, than a lot of people <laughs> think. What does the day before the NFL draft uh, look like in your life as, as the chief trends officer and brand ambassador for Caesars Sportsbook? I mean, you slow rolled your morning, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, um, it's an experience, man. We're just sort of it's the calm before the storm. And, you know, as we know here in Nevada, the uh, – uh, all the bets have to close 24 hours before, so all the books, all the lines come off the books. So we've had some movement on some really interesting things over the last couple of days. So, uh, you know, it's, it's everybody's just sort of in hunker down mode and wait to see what the hell's going to happen tomorrow night. No, 100%. And obviously, Trey, the entire country uh, will be watching the draft. But here in Las Vegas, we actually have the opportunity to be involved and to be there. And with Caesars hosting, if you could kind of talk to us and our listeners about everything that Caesars is going to be doing uh, for the fans to come check out this weekend down on the Strip. Absolutely. Obviously, Caesars is thrilled to be the host of the draft. Um, there's so many things going on. There's going to be a bunch of stuff uh, inside inside uh, Caesars Palace, but also there's going to be a bunch of interviews and, uh, and autograph sessions you can find not only here, but also – uh, inside the draft area, uh, you know, they're behind the link. Um, it's just, there's so many things going on. There's so much to experience. Like I had a couple of years ago, I had some, uh, ran into some people that had came to the draft from Scotland. And I'm like, why did you come to Scotland from Scotland to the draft? And they're like, well, we were deciding between the Super Bowl and the draft. And we thought, you know, we might not get tickets to the Super Bowl and it's only a one sort of day affair but the draft is a three-day party with other nfl fans from around the country and around the world and we thought we want to be a part of that and that's sort of the best way to describe what the draft is i mean it's just bacchanalia and what better place is caesars than vegas for that right uh it's just an amazing time it's it's a celebration we're expecting i think close to three quarters of a million people to be here for the draft you know, the last big outdoor event we had draft-wise was 2019 in Nashville, and they had over 600,000 there. So I think this draft is going to set all kinds of records. The weather is perfect. 
Um, there's so much uncertainty in this year's draft because we still don't know who the number one overall pick is going to be the day before the draft. That is so rare. Uh, this draft and this setup is going to be one of the best ever. Hard to disagree with you, Trey. We know how to do the big events, but this one's going to be certainly unique. And it's a unique draft this year, as you mentioned, and, and I'm sure that's why there's a lot of movement on the lines that you uh, mentioned earlier, because we have eight teams with multiple picks in the first round of this draft, which is certainly a right. deviation from the normal workflow. Uh, in your mind, which team is most likely to leverage that capital and what player is worth trading up for in this class? Because so many are saying that this is the draft for depth, but not the one to wheel and deal in. Listen, what you just said there at the end was the most important thing. If you talk to 32 different general managers and they say, who's the player that you would draft up in this draft to take, you might get 32 different answers. I mean, that, that's how uncertain this draft is. And of the eight teams with multiple picks that you mentioned, we've never had that many before in the NFL draft. That's never happened. The most we've ever had is six. That's happened a couple of times, including a few years ago. But we've never had eight that also means right now, as we, we speak, we have eight teams that won't draft in the first round, and that's also never happened. But to me, guys, the team that has the, the best ability to sort of dictate the draft is Kansas City. They have 12 picks, which is by far the most in this year's draft. But more importantly, they have two first-round picks, two second-round picks, two third-round picks, and two fourth-round picks. If they fall in love with somebody – they have the leverage to do whatever they want. They have their quarterback, so they don't need that. It's a wide receiver rich draft, which means they, they can find someone later. But if they fall in love with a guy, they have the capital to go get what they need. Because the other part about this is I don't think there are seven roster spots available in Kansas City with the, with the, uh, with the roster that they have already. So they're not, I don't think they're going to use all 12 picks. They're going to package them in some way, shape, or form. And the Chiefs are going to be the team that has the ability to dictate this draft based on their leverage and their tonnage of picks. And I think that's an edge that they're definitely going to have to to rely upon because if you look at the larger AFC West arms race and where we stand oh. today, I would think that they are the yeah. ones that have done the least amount and need the, the the most considerable upgrades to their roster. I mean, I really like what the Chargers have done, and I'm, I'm a huge fan of the steely shyness that is Justin Herbert. But it's hard to not like Devontae and, and Derek Carr here and, and just the building of confidence in the Raiders. Look, the, the AFC West, if you'll forgive the pun, is like an Avengers movie. How much more talent can we put in this thing, right? Give me another superstar. Uh, it's, it's insane. You mentioned the Raiders. They, they get Devontae Adams to go along with third and Renfro and Darren Waller. They bring in Chandler Jones to pair with Max Crosby coming off the other end. You mentioned uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers. They bring in Khalil Mack to, to put opposite of Bosa. They bring in J.C. Jackson, who's had the most interceptions in the league since he came in in 2019. And, of course, Denver just decided to go get a quarterback that took his old team to back-to-back Super Bowls and won one of them in Russell Wilson. All of that being said, the, the win total or the team with the most win total for the AFC West going into the uh, season at Caesar Sportsbook is still Kansas City at 10.5. Um, they, they they've won the division six straight years. They've hosted four straight AFC championship games. Um, since he became the starter, no quarterback in NFL history has thrown for more passing yards and more touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes over his first four years. You know, the Raiders saw him put up 41 twice uh, on him this season. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have never lost a road playoff game. They're 13-0 when Patrick Mahomes starts. Not a road playoff game, excuse me, a road division game. They're 13-0 in road division games in the AFC West. All of this, all of this movement that you talked about is about trying to derail 
and dethrone Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the Chiefs. Uh, Trey, I want to ask you about Trevon Walker. And obviously, uh, coming into this week, he kind of has been trending towards being number one, where for the following weeks it was Aiden Hutchinson. Um, and obviously yep. Aiden Hutchinson is kind of, you know, he's proven more where Trevon Walker and that Georgia defense is kind of more potential. Uh, in terms of trends and everything, uh, where do you stand on that in that number one pick for Jacksonville? Well, the line has changed here at Caesars. You know, it was Aiden Hutchinson as the betting favorite to be the number one overall pick. And it's now Trevon Walker, based on what GM Trent Baalke has sort of been uh, alluding to. It's a really interesting debate, right? Because you, don't, you, never want, you never want to look at highlights of a player and draft him based on highlights. You want to, base, you want to draft him based on traits. There's no question that Aiden Hutchinson was more productive in college than Trevon Walker. It's not a debate. What is debatable is does his skill set and his traits, do they translate better or as well to the next level as Trevon Walker's do? And if you look at some numbers, like if you look at you know uh, pass rush win rates and all this kind of stuff, some of those categories, uh, Aiden Hutchinson grades higher. Some of those categories, Trevon Walker eight, uh, rates higher. It's going to come down to feel. And, you know, a lot of people will look at Tron's production at Georgia and say, well, why didn't he do more? Have you seen the rest of that Georgia defense? <laughs> I mean, the, the Georgia defense is going to have a field day in the first round uh, of, of this draft. There are so many talented players up and down uh, that Bulldogs roster that won the national championship. Um, uh, you know, I don't think he, he requi- was required to do a lot. And I think that there was so much to go around. He was sort of a, I don't say a role player, but he wasn't a dominant player because they didn't need him to be. Whereas Michigan wanted everything they could get out of Aiden Hutchinson. So um, right now it's leaning towards Trevon Walker based on some of those skill sets and traits that we talked about. He's a little longer in terms of, you know, his limbs and the way he can use those arms. And that might be a, a, a thing that probably sends him over the top as the number one pick. Trey, you mentioned the unprecedented free agency movement that we've experienced this offseason, and there's still a couple big-time QB names that are out there, and it's certainly waiting to see how the draft kind of uh, shakes out Baker Mayfield and his giant statue, Mellon, and then our Lord and Savior, Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) If either of these awkward breakups are to be moved on from this weekend, what teams would you expect to be involved, and what will it take to get these deals done in your mind? Well, first of all, I love the fact that you said that because – breakups because I, I don't know if I've ever heard a team and a player described as being mutually disinterested in each other the way that Baker and the Panthers have sort of uh, gone about this. That, that sounds like something you say in a divorce settlement. Your Honor, we're both mutually disinterested in continuing our marriage. Um, so, But here's the problem for the Browns, right? They have pissed away their leverage on any trade for Baker. They signed Deshaun Watson to the most guaranteed money in the history of the NFL, and we can always have that conversation. But not only that, they signed his backup, Jacoby Brissett, and then they signed Charlie Dobbs, the former Pittsburgh quarterback who was a star at the University of Tennessee. They've all but told every single team in the NFL, Baker Mayfield ain't playing for us. And every team in the NFL knows Baker Mayfield ain't playing for the Browns. So why would you offer anything but a sixth or a seventh round pick for Baker Mayfield? And I think they'll be, they'll be lucky to do that. I know – uh, I think that they're trying, the Browns are trying to get one of these teams to eat some of his contract. And all the other teams are looking at the Browns like, wait a minute, you just brought the first NBA contract to the NFL and all that guaranteed money to Sean Watson. And now you're looking for us to help bail you out of the contract with Baker Mayfield? To quote my good friend Mark Schlereth, go pound sand. That's not going to happen. 
So the, the Browns are in a really precarious predicament with uh, uh, with Baker. As for your Lord and Savior, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, you know, John Lynch has really said some very interesting things recently. Like, I can envision a scenario, the GM of the Niners, I can envision a scenario where, you know, Jimmy's on the team. That's his way of saying, I haven't been impressed by any trade offers. And that's a large part because of the shoulder surgery he had to off-go when he's not ready yet. So if you're going to want him, I'm not going to take any of your BS week trade offers at the moment. He wants a better deal for Jimmy Garoppolo. And, and Trey, before we get you out of here, a uh, final question for me is in terms of some of the trends and, and for people looking to go down to the sports book over there at Caesars uh, and get involved, what are some of the trends that you're noticing? And just one more time uh, for our listeners, what they can expect if they're trying to go down for the draft experience and everything that Caesars is doing as they host the NFL draft. Yeah, well, first of all, let's do the, the, the betting questions, right? Listen, big ones. Uh, uh, the over-under for quarterbacks going in the first round is three, although that is trending in a really weird direction. Two days ago, uh, the over-under for Malik, Malik Willis' selection was nine and a half. It's now 12 and a half. Two days ago for Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh, the quarterback, it was 10 and a half. Now it's 14 and a half. And Cincinnati's QB Desmond Ritter is now 30 and a half. Uh, and it stayed that way. But basically you're, what, you're, what you're seeing in those trends is that the quarterbacks aren't going to be moving up like some people thought they were, like Carolina may have taken a quarterback at six. I don't think they're going to do that now. So that's going the opposite way. Uh, the over-under for running backs in the first round is .5, and that means the under would be zero, and I would not be shocked at all if no running backs were taken in the first round of this year. Uh, the over-under for wide receivers, I think, is six and a half. We could have a bevy of wide receivers go uh, early in this draft. I think the over-under for SEC players drafted in the first round is ten and a half. We had 15 in the first round uh, in 2020, and I think 12 last year. So we're seeing an absolute trend there. It's just going to be a great party. Uh, they, they've, they've got so many things and activities and, and, you know, Hall of Fame players coming in to sign autographs, and I'll be doing a bunch of interviews with guys like Marcus Allen uh, in and around the property, great Hall of Famer who, by the way, when he came out of the draft, he was the third running back taken out of his own conference. You know, and he ran for 2,000 yards at USC, which is one of the stranger things that's ever happened. But I'd like to propose something if I got two seconds here. Of course. In golf, we, we now have four. these anchor courses. These anchor courses for the U.S. Open. You know, Pebble Beach is one. Pinehurst mm-hmm. is one. Oakmont is one. I think this is going to be the most spectacular draft in terms of the event that the NFL has ever seen. And I would like to go on record right now as petitioning Las Vegas to become an anchor city as a host for the draft. Like, we'll go. We're going to Kansas City next year. We'll go somewhere else. Every five years, let's come back to Las Vegas. Thank you, Trey. Everybody would sign up for that. Everybody would sign up for that. And we'll keep that rough grass extra long, just like we always intended with tradition. (laughs) Trey Wingo, sports broadcasting legend and chief trends officer and band ambassador for Caesar Sportsbook and overall ringleader of draft uh, greatness this weekend as he is previewing. Thank you so much for gracing our program with your presence and insight. And good luck. We'll see you down there on the strip. You got it, man. Have fun. All right, that was Trey Wingo just casually dropping by the Playmakers like any other day, any other Wednesday. Today is, you know, April 27th, and maybe our lives have changed. But No, and, and just know, Vegas, we over here hustling. We're going to try to bring you the best mm-hmm. um, as the best of the NFL invades us. What, we met a, a diva legend? is another uh, word for hustler. At least Beyonce told me something to that fact. Faye, you call me a diva, you call me a hustler all you want. Just be Trey sure Wingo's to check both, out, and I'm yeah, a huge fan. Check out that Odyssey app if you missed any part of that interview, by the way. Absolutely. Uh, Caesar's Sportsbook is where he is hanging out, and uh, we are so pleased to have had him on our program as briefly as we did. Doesn't matter because those uh, moments in the spotlight are certainly important. Uh, Golden Knights have one of those moments, and eh, is it a moment? I'm not really sure. Vegas, Chicago, we'll get into it. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 